G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag. Pete Anthony is filling in for Jack Dickens who has woken up worse for wear, but that's okay. We've got special guests Mark Roden and, as always, Rob Scurry joining us to dissect the Randwick-Kensington card. We'll go through courtesy of the puntingform.com.au data and jump into races three, six, three, four, six, seven, and 9. So if you're following along at home, Get your results, have a look at your spreadsheets, and let's crack into it. Race three, Mark Roden, we'll go to you first of all. How did you find the day at Kenzo? Uh, it was uh, poor results for me overall. I had some near misses, so on that score it wasn't great. But uh, I thought the track raced really well, uh, very fairly. It's uh, Most of the time it's one of the fairer tracks in Sydney, and a lot of people have a, have a bit of an issue with betting at Kensington, but I, I don't. I don't mind betting there. Uh, yeah, there, there was a southerly wind, uh, which was quite strong, but didn't, which often means it'll be an on-pace advantage. And while it certainly didn't hurt to be on the pace, it, it wasn't dynamite leaders by any means. They were winning down the middle as well. It was just a, a yeah, really fair track, I thought. Rob Scurry, how'd you find him from the yard? Well, I saw him pretty well. Um, we had a win on the day. Uh, got girl Tuesday right, and um, you know I got lucky with. Uh, I was on the wrong side of him in the fourth. Okay. Okay. Got well, under. Well, we'll get into race four in just a moment, but we'll start off with race three. Pandemic was the victor here for James Cummings. Tommy Berry. They went three point two lengths fast to the six hundred meters. Every horse bar Aussie has broken the class benchmark for this event. Rob, we'll start with you. Yard perspective. Well, I found Aussie on top, and it's a never ever again. Uh, I'd like to move on from that. Um, it's run, it's run awful. Um, pandemic. Um, I think I had the numbers. Market kind of pretty sharp slash toey, real sprint type. I think this is a great win. Um, it can improve lengths, um, but other than that, not much else in the race. I, I know they've they might have broken the track record here. Um, so you know, a few people get excited about that, but um, I, I think it's a it's a fairly lackluster race, and I will be looking to take everything on out of it. Mark for yourself. Uh, I thought I thought pre-race. Um, I ended up not betting in the race, but I thought the two um, main chances in the race ran one, two. My, my problem uh, with them that stopped me betting was the map for both of them. Um, I wanted Pandemic drawn out and Maddie Rocks drawn in. Um, the reason I stayed away from Pandemic was I thought he might meet a bit of traffic, uh, and he did, um, and he won anyway. I think he's pretty smart. Um, Maddie Rocks, I think, would be better over a bit more ground. I think 1,100 might be just a shade short for her. Uh, the rest of them, I tend to agree, would probably be midweek class best. Um, Aussie must have paraded well. I, I don't know if you saw his trial. I thought he tried terribly in the lead-up to no. this. So he, he no. Might not have yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah. I, I didn't see his trial. <laughs> and and I was kind of I kind of knew I was like, oh, there's a little bit of thirteens about this late on betfair.com.au. <laughs> Kept going, um, but yeah, it was it was you know it was it was I think someone on Twitter said it was a dreadful, I'm a dreadful tipster, and in this case I was dreadful tipping Aussie on <laughs> Aussie on top. Um, but yeah, we you know we move on. One race you're an idiot, next race you're a genius. And I think you were in the, the very next race, in fact. Well, exactly yeah. right. Uh, race four on the card, they went 2.8 lengths fast to the 600 metres. Again, coming home, we've had everyone down to Rebel Miss who ran eighth. So eight of the 12 horses have broken the class benchmark here. Mark, we'll start with you for race four. Uh, God of Thunder, a bit of the uh, what could have been sort of uh, post-race analysis, I imagine. 
Yeah, I mean, um, Rob's got this one right, and I've, I've just missed. Uh, it, look, to be honest, I everyone knew what barrier he drew. You were taking a risk backing God of Thunder. I was prepared to take it because I thought, and I still think he's clearly the best horse in the race. Um, I, I thought Abdullah's ride was fantastic. He, he he had a clear plan of what he was going to do from the outside gate. He, he snicked, went straight, put the right indicator on, went straight to the running rail, and then just needed that little bit of luck, which, uh, I mean, he wasn't poets or anything, but he had to change course two or three times. I think his plan was to hug the fence, then hopefully uh, have the field break up a little bit and sort of spear through and get to the outside of the top of the straight and build the revs. He never really got to build that momentum up and he, he missed by a half a head or whatever. Um, and just to add insult to injury for me and my followers, the, our save a bit, Miss Invincible was 13 into 5.50 and uh, loomed up to win and didn't finish it off. And Rob said today, you know, he's got a bit lucky with Royal uh, Witness, but uh, if you're backing a, you know, a solid informed sprinter that races on the pace, you know, the luck comes out, you know, isn't in the equation. So, uh, yeah, if you're backing things that race on the pace, they don't need luck. So you're, you're more than entitled to be on them. My Where's Rachel King? Yeah, well, yeah, she's great, great. I mean, she's a good jockey in general, but, you know, particularly on, on paces. She, she did a good job on this too. Um, my problem with the horse was I thought he'd probably just about found his mark in the handicap ratings. Um, but again, you know, he's a, just a tough, fit, informed sprinter who races on the speed. So, yeah, foolproof in a way. Rob Scurry, we'll go to you. Royal Witness got a thunder. First two picks out of the yard. Yeah, uh, got a thunder. I thought forward, relaxed, um, you know, not not really taken with him as a type, but I thought he paraded really well uh, for what he is right now. Um, I would have loved Miss Invincible to have held on for third old November man's, um, you know, paraded well again, but I just can never get on the right side of him. Um, it's just, uh, and Natalia, never again, Mark? Mm. Uh, I uh, she, she won really well first up at Gosford, as you know, then off that I backed her. At, uh, on the heavy track at Randwick and she got beaten her nose and Tim Clark carried a kilo over or something by... Um, oh, you did me that day too. What was it? Yeah, day? I did. Just, yeah. <laughs> she was about six into three that day or something. Yeah, she would have had to done by you again, Invictus. Uh, in a, yeah, in the red yeah. tracer colours. Yeah, Invictus Warrior or whatever it's called. Yeah. Invictus Salute, maybe. Salute, that's it, yeah. yeah. Well, plain, plain dump, but yeah, I remember it well. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah, and I, I, obviously she's um, she's better early in her prep. She's was fit yeah. up on Saturday. Yeah. She's had next prep, next prep. Next got, prep. got to go out. Got to go out, surely. And just on November, man, you know he, he bobs up and wins the odd race, but exactly the sort of horse that uh, will just break your heart nine times out of ten. These get back run on horses over a thousand metres. There's not much future in back them. Just before Spot we leave up. race. Four, uh, Royal Witness was the best adjusted figure on the day for puntingform.com.au. God of Thunder was second best. Both of those horses recording the strongest figures on the card. All right, race six, and they've gone 4.2 lengths slow to the 600 metres, and none of the horses are broken class benchmark. Uh, Rob, Wolfie on top. Uh, that was the victor here. How would you find him out of the yard? Uh, look, I, I, I can't knock Wolf. Um, Stampede, we, we had a small play on. Um, you know, New Chippery sucked me in again. I will never catch that horse. Um, Zavakul was um, the other thing I think I found on top. Uh, but, yeah, I could have had Stampede on top. Um, I just had a doubt in my mind whether it was just like a wedding and, you know, maybe he's, he's weighted out of it. But he, he's run really well. Um, great Hieronymus ride. 
Um, Wolf, you know, progressive, go Waterhouse. Um, I'll, I'll watch it parade next start. Um, probably, won't, you know, won't find it again. It's, it's, it's not it's not one really going to take your eye. Um, the the Befair knew about Wugok. That was a huge drift, um, and he paraded really, really bad for him. Um, even the strapper got a bit annoyed with him, um, and, and uh, uh, it was not a good sign. Um, but, yeah, the rest pretty much numbers. Um, so you win, I, I think. I'm not sure what we do with him. Disappointing. Uh, I think, could, could you say Zavakul was a bit unlucky or just, just yeah, that's Zavakul? That's yeah. Um, Stampede, you know, if it strikes a wet track, which, you know, there haven't been any, but, you know, he seems to be up and going finally in this this time in. But, yeah, the average day is not really a race I get excited about. Mark? Um, just wanted to ask you, I don't think you mentioned So You Win in your numbers on Saturday. No. What did you actually make of it? I uh, just... just just didn't look like a you know I see so many Waller horses um, and I just didn't think he looked that good uh, yeah. for, for for a Waller um, you know I, I don't know I, you know I, I try not to know the names I try not to do any form yeah. um, and then just look at you know your map which you so kindly provide me I'm not sure if I, if I should be saying that but yeah, that's that's a real help gets me out of you know um, or confuses things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what and we've also got, yeah, and we've got Pete Pete's ratings as well. So I have a I have a look at that, but um, yeah, I, I just just try and pick them out of the yard, and um, yeah, I, I, on another day, you know, I have a stampede if if if, if I um, yeah, I've got a bit of a bit of a feel for that horse. Um, yeah. But yeah, great great hieronymus ride. Um, he should get more rides in Sydney. He he wrote a thing on Wednesday at Warwick Farm in the first for Gay that you know I, I was on. Um, and uh, yeah, it should have nearly nearly won in a big price. He, he just wrote it perfect and got a bit unlucky uh, on the corner. Um, b- big rap for Adam. Um, can we can we move on? Nothing nothing here, mate. Nothing, you know, stars. Don't want to talk about him. Okay. Well, in that case, race seven. Uh, they've gone pretty even here. Zero point seven lengths slow to the six hundred. None of the horses are broken class benchmark. Mark Roden, uh, Guild Tuesday was the winner in race seven. Yes, and got a uh, hat tip to Rob for finding it. I, I in the morning there was no way I was going to be playing in this race, so I just didn't know what to make of the favourite Ren's Day at all. Uh, on, you know, he had, uh, obviously, a lot of people noticed that he had the, the Avilius sort of form line around Cracksman in, in the UK. Uh, you know, and you think, oh, if he brings that sort of form, he'd, he'd eat these. But, um, um, you know, I, I found him very difficult to mark. Rob then said in his uh, message from the track that he was certainly no Avilius on, on type. And also, I gave a push for the winner, Girl Tuesday, who um, I wanted to find. She, I, I really like um, Stayers with a turn of foot fresh. She she can certainly accelerate. She's got a bit of quality about her, uh, which she sort of uh, showed early in her career before losing her way uh, to uh, sort of the very start of last prep. But um, she she went out in sensational form. She trialled well. And then when you got that yard push uh, uh, telling us that she was quite relaxed today, which was unusual for her, then she was certainly worth a little speck at um, double figures. So, well done. Oh, cheers, mate. Um, yeah, I, I got I got stuck in the lift here. The, the $160 million grandstand lift <laughs> wasn't working. So, if I, if, so, but there are the 600 by the time um, I got back to watch this race. Um, I reckon I would have had more on if I could see him going as far. You're saying, did they go fast? But, you know, they've almost broke the track record here. Um Interesting what the data says, Pete, if you've got that up. Yeah, for the class, they've actually just gone even. They've gone 0.7 lengths slow to the 600. So it's really just been even for that overall class. Okay. 
All right. Well, um, I've seen Girl Tuesday a number of times. She's been short of the market, and and I guess couldn't 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 have her. Um, it, she looked she looked perfect for Waller first up for me, and um, yeah, it was, it was great to get the win. She's out of Tuesday's joy. Who was, was an absolute champion? Um, so she's she's bred to be special as she is. I guess we talk about Ren's day. Um, he he just looked underdone, fresh. Um, you know, I remember, you know, when Avilius had his first start, remember it well against when Dagny was second favourite. Um, Avilius looked like the wait for age star. He is. This horse, to me, doesn't look like a wait for age star. Um, but I certainly think it can improve and, you know, yeah. um, where, he, where... You can't judge him off this. He, he got caught wide and he obviously wasn't ready. He, just, despite the market push for him, he obviously wasn't ready and he was three wide and all that. So I wouldn't be bidding him just yet. Exactly, and Bangkok continues to race really well. This woolly mare, um, Rachel King, um, and I guess the other one, no one talked about Seaway. I, I had it in the numbers. It looked like at top for Waller, but it, it, it's tailed out here at $4 while the other Waller runners um, charged home for the win. Cardiac Arrhythmia, back at next start. Okay. Uh, yeah, good one, good one. All right, all right. Um, but yeah, Girl, Girl Tuesday, probably the follow and, and Wednesday, but, you know, we'll have a look at them next start and see how we go. You know, I've got to read on them in, from the yard. So um. Just on that, I know people bring it up a lot, the Cardiac Arrhythmia thing, but Cradle Mountain did the same thing last night, got beaten about 200 lengths, and it's bobbed up again and run third. They can bounce back quick off it. Yeah. Yeah, just you're having an off day, you know, something didn't quite eat, eat your feed right, and you got a slow kick up, and before you know it, anyway, you got to you got to be forgiving. Um, excuse me. All right, that will jump into race nine, the, the last race on the card. Uh, overall, two lengths fast to the six hundred. On the way home, we've got uh, the two first two across the line, all two Royal and Mister Songman. They have broken the class benchmark for this race. Uh, Rob, how would you find them in the yard in race nine? Uh, look, I, I was got pretty excited about this um, Murillo. Um, just looked like a like a proper, you know, top class sprinter to me. Presented really well, and actually got a mixed up at the top of the straight. Again, I was a bit late, late getting. I had to take the escalators up to watch the race, and I thought, <laughs> like the all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the lifts are out. Um, all, I, I thought Murillo was. I could, I could see it looming up all too royal on the corner, but I thought it was Murillo. So I, I was, I was just smug a lug a lug um, at the three hundred, and then was like, ah, oh, actually, wrong horse, and you didn't even back the thing at last going wide. Just, just I could see it was bolting um, the winner, and um, I didn't, I didn't have it in the numbers in the yard. I thought it paraded well. I thought it looked, looked a bit, little bit underdone. Mm. Uh, Mr. Songwen, I always had a question mark whether 1100 was going to be too short for him. He's come back really well, um, so I had him second behind uh, the Murillo. Um, uh, outside that, not much else. You know, Noble Joey was in the numbers, just run, run last, but um, I did say never again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Catesby looked looked really well, um, and you know, still still smarting. I didn't back him the other day at 50s when you were in Bali, Mark. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Enjoying some of the uh, the warmer weather. Um, I I stayed out of this race. Mr. Sumlin, best horse in the race, but I agree. I think 1400s his go, maybe second or third up. We'll be looking for him. Um, I, but, uh, to be honest, I was actually didn't really pay any attention to this race. I was still in a coma after Thy Kingdom Come got run down in race eight somehow, which uh, I still can't explain how that, how that horse I am, Vinny, has beaten him. But anyway, um, yes, I was still feeling a bit sick by the, sick by the time, uh, time race nine came around. Um, Mr. Songman covered ground, I think, didn't he? I, I don't know how he, he drew wider 
and at the unsuitable trip, he got into a very, very short price, I thought. Um, well, the winner's gone really well. I, my concern on him was that he's... Uh, a couple of his better runs were leading on leaders' tracks at Canterbury, and I thought, well, you know, maybe that's his go. But he's he's shown a sort of different dimension here and come down the middle and, and won really well, actually. Totally, totally, and can improve from the yard. Okay. Um, I, I think Dicko also launched at um, Thy Kingdom Come. Um, he, his mate, uh, Sot47, Ross Brody, declared it's put put down a – it's a dollar eight two. It's home. Oh, that'll It's work. home. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll invoice him then. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a very, very tough day for Dicko. Do you want, do you want to touch on um, Caulfield a bit? We will, but before we do that, we'll just run through the overall uh, just numbers here for puntingform.com.au. Fastest thousand on the card, Girl Tuesday. Fastest last eight hundred. He's got a thunder. Fastest last six hundred. All two royal. Fastest last four hundred. Maddie rocks and fastest last two hundred was pandemic. If we go to the overall adjusted figures, best performance of the day, Royal Witness, then got a thunder, all two Royal finishing off the podium there. Rob Scurry, one horse to follow from the yard from you? Uh, I don't know. I just, I guess I'll follow my money on um, Murillo, the the American import in the last, um, the one horse that didn't, didn't race, but I saw uh, Libertini. I've, I've backed it for the Everest mark. Um, oh. <laughs> it's not even in. I, you know, it's just a cheeky 50 bucks. But I, yeah. I just think um, it's a horse we're going to talk about Bivouac probably in Caulfield. Um, I, I found him that day on top of Bivouac at his first start. He's run some enormous figures. It looks like an enormous, enormous horse um, with a great attitude out of a great mare. And um, just a bit excited to see Libertini run next week. Be excited about getting him. To the Warwick Stakes meeting next week, like a Ramwick. Uh, it's one of my favourite favourite meetings. Race that yeah. Phillies race on Saturday, but look at oh, three off Phillies first. Uh, All right, we still have six days, Rob. Settle down, settle down. All right, Mark Roden, <laughs> a horse to follow from yourself from the Kenzo meeting. I'll probably fall into God of Thunder from a better barrier next time, I imagine. And um, yeah, like I just mentioned, um, maybe not next start, but if not the start after, Mr. Songman when he gets to seven felons. Okay, well, we will touch on Caulfield. Jack Dickens isn't here to, uh, to give his best and to uh, reflect on the meeting that was, but we will touch on the vain stakes. We, Rob, you've already mentioned Bivouac. Uh, they went 1.4 lengths slow to the 600. Uh, the first two across the line have broken the overall class benchmark. If we have a look at Bivouac's numbers, the fastest 800, 600, 400, 200 on the card and overall the second best performance of the day behind Pippi. Wow. Um, yeah, look, I, I, uh, I, I've seen both these dubious bivouac and, and Sebricate as well. It's come to Sydney. Um, and I think it's a real kind of good sort of benchmarking kind of horse. I, th- I think it's, it's better than Saturday, three-year-old. It was always a good two-year-old. It's obviously just a really honest David Hayes conveyance and, and bivouacs give it an, a toweling. Um, and they've gone, they've gone really fast on the data. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a pretty good race. Um, the winner's pr- pretty special, but, um, yeah, I think Dicko said that the little roly-poly dubious certainly will improve. Mark, did you have a look at uh, anything at Caulfield? Yeah, well, Bivouac, obviously, was the star of the show. Um, uh, I, was, I wasn't at Caulfield. My brother was out there, and he, he watched that race on the lawn, and he said he's, he's never seen a horse live run get, run through the line as quick as Bivouac did on Saturday. He said it was just an astonishing performance to witness up close. Um, uh, apart from, yeah, that... that Queensland horse in the first pippy, you've just destroyed them. Not a bad field either for, for that class. Yeah, absolutely. As I said, best performance of the day. It's gone enormous there. 
Um, and obviously there was a few horses that did divide, defy drifts on the day and was still too strong. It was a pretty nice meeting, but as we saw, there was the racing.com interview with one Jay Walsh and uh, the wish obviously got almost buried alive there on Saturday at Caulfield, the graveyard as he referred to it as. My goodness gracious me, poor wish. But uh, look, I'm sure he'll get his own back later in the year. Um, we'll quickly touch on Adelaide. There was just the one race there, but it was a pretty nice looking race overall. Uh, we're talking about the event, the Spring Stakes, where Dallas Sands defeated uh, the luckless Chopper, otherwise known as Choppy, otherwise known as Scales of Justice. Uh, the groan around <laughs> Belmont Park was audible. But look, overall, they've run clearly the best two performances on that Adelaide card. No surprise there. Both horses are obviously in particularly good form. And uh, guys, anything else to touch on before we finish up? What about, just, what about the journey? Sorry, I was getting... Yeah, a champion, mate. She's a freaking champion. Oh, look, she went... On the data overall, and we'll just bring up the race eight there, the PB Lawrence Stakes, the overall figure was just plain um, by her illustrious high standards. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, they've gone 6.4 lengths slow to the 600. None of the horses overall have broken the class benchmark. So I guess uh, really Mystic Journey's just done what she needed to do um, from an ideal spot in running. But nonetheless, we'll be on track for bigger and better things. And judging from what Dicko sent out on Saturday, she's got lengths of improvement to come. So that's an ominous, uh, ominous sign for her rivals, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, she could. She's pretty. She did a freakish thing to win that All Star Mile. Um, yeah, I, I was. Oh, Cliff's edge was rolling here for Dicko. Um, it was. It was pretty tough. I actually did lay uh, the champion in the run. God, I'm a goose because uh, she looked like she was just. She just niggled at, and 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 the leader was travelling so well. It was. It was ex- I thought it was quite an exciting race to watch. Anyway, um, Warwick Farm next week. No, that's Warwick Stakes at Royal Randwick for me. So super excited about that meeting. Top five meetings of the year for me. All right. Very good, Mark Roden. Anything uh, midweek? Where are we at on the Wednesday? Uh, Canterbury uh, with uh, the rail back in the true, which will be interesting. Be, uh, a bit to uh, get our teeth into there, and then um, off to beautiful Hawkesbury on Thursday. Yes. And where can we find your stuff, Mark? If uh, want to I, two channels. You can get it. Go to winningedgeinvestments.com or championbets.com.au, I think. But uh, just just Google them. You'll find uh, my and a lot of other services for the various states uh, at either of those sites. Well, look, it's outstanding time of year to get stuck into a good amount of wagering, just given the fact that the unofficial start of spring has occurred with the PB Lawrence Stakes. It's only onwards and upwards here. Bring on the next two and a half months. It's going to be outstanding. Uh, Mark Roden, thank you for joining us here on the Mailbag Podcast to begin the week. Absolute pleasure. Anytime. And Rob Scurry, we'll be seeing you later in the week from the yard. All the best uh, for any midweek plays. I'm sure you'll be letting me know in the meantime yeah well and, and just quickly on, on the football um, doggies how good Mark are they any chance to make the prelim oh you good things uh, the Western Bulldogs yeah yes uh, that was sensational last night I was still um, on a bit of a high my Tigers had won probably the game of the season against the Eagles in the rain at the MCG and then uh, got home to watch the, the second half of the Dogs dismantle the Giants that was a really impressive performance they've just got a, you know one more win and they're in and um they're probably play the Giants the in the bottom half of the eight. So yeah, you wouldn't want to be playing them. They've got to play probably the Giants again. Um, all right, sign it off. Sorry, yep. Pete.
No, no, all good, all good. I was just going to say that that Richmond West Coast final quarter was possibly the best wet weather quarter of football I've ever seen in my life. That was amazing. That last quarter. Yeah, I was I was out there. It was just two two really good sides to start with, but both absolutely desperate and just smashing into each other. It was just fantastic. Absolutely, they'll come on well from that. Elevate into the finals. <laughs> bring it on. Uh, I won't have to worry about it because North Melbourne's just pumping sides that are no good, like Port Adelaide. All right. Uh, thank you to both of you. And for punters out there, get on board with the mailbag. Uh, Dicko will be out there for the midweek meeting before joining Rob Scurry there for Saturday as well. All the best punters go well. Thank <laughs> you.